Welcome to Unlocking Innovation, a podcast from EX3 Labs in 1871. We'll be talking to leaders in innovation about what keeps them ahead of the curve in today's atmosphere of rapid change and how they cultivate a culture of innovation within their organizations. I'm your host, Adam Wisniewski. Welcome to another episode of Unlocking Innovation. Today's guest is Brandy Bridges of P33. When three of the most influential leaders in Chicago, Penny Prisker, Chris Gladwin, and Kelly Welsh got together to launch P33 in 2019, their goal was to transform Chicago into a tier one technology and innovation hub and promote inclusive economic growth. While COVID-19 threw a wrench into every business's 2020 plan, P33's mission was put to the test and they overcame it leading the launch of an initiative that uses data to aid Chicago's fight against COVID-19. Thank you for being here today, Brandy. Hi, Adam. Thanks so much for having me. So for the listeners that are interested in getting to know a little bit more about uh, yourself um, and P33, would you mind giving a quick overview? Absolutely. Absolutely. So P33 is uh, an organization that was birthed from the minds of of three of our co-chairs, former U.S. Secretary of Commerce and Chicago native Penny Pritzker, a Chicago tech entrepreneur and founder of OSEANT and CleverSafe, Chris Gladwin, and the Civic Committee and Commercial Club of Chicago President Kelly Welsh. Uh, Those three individuals gathered together a diverse group of Chicago leaders and community stakeholders to answer a really challenging and perplexing question, which is why Chicago a city home to more than 35 Fortune 500 companies, multiple world-class research universities, and a vibrant startup ecosystem, not one of the U.S.'s leading technology and innovation hubs. And so after months of research and meetings with a lot of the relevant stakeholders in the city, this group emerged with a plan and launched P33, with a mission to turbocharge Chicago's tech economy and to accelerate economic growth, opportunity and equity for all Chicagoans. Um, so we're really excited uh, by the, the trajectory that we've had in, in our early days. We celebrated our one year anniversary back in July and um, we've done a lot of amazing work in partnership with, um, with the stakeholders across the city. Fantastic. So you can't be a Chicagoan without um, loving the Chicago Bulls. And of course, for me, the number 33 is synonymous with Scottie Pippen, but I know that's not what the company represents. Um, so can you give get a little background or genesis on the, the name itself? Sure. It's a beneficial, beneficial uh, coincidence. Uh, so the P stands for purpose plans, people, and and uh, progress. And those are the components that we believe are, are necessary in order to, to achieve our, our aim. And the 33 is representative of, uh, of our, our hopes to have accomplishment um, of, our, of our mission by 2033. Uh, it also relates back to, 19, the, to 1833, which is the year of Chicago being incorporated as a city. And 1933, which is the year that we hosted the uh, the World's Exposition, which was a point of of technological um, innovation for our city. So that's that's a little bit of history around our name. 
Good stuff. I was I was watching a I think it was something on the History Channel related to um, uh, Tesla, and they were talking about one of the Chicago World Fairs um, showcased electricity, all of the, these the, these lights at, at, at that time. But uh, I don't think that was the same World Fair. I'm assuming. Um, but, uh, it's, it's certainly tying the history back into, uh, the city and all of the great things, historical things that Chicago has, has brought to bear for, uh, for companies and entrepreneurs have been pretty phenomenal. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I know a lot of our listeners come from a, a, a strong, um, consulting background, um, or have a, a strong history with large corporate brands and, um, um, you're you're not unfamiliar with way either. Um, would you mind describing a little bit about your background personally and how you became um, senior vice president uh, of ventures? Sure. My my relationship with tech actually started as uh, as I grew up in uh, in Houston. I'm a Houston native. Um, but got to, to got to Chicago quickly as I could and called it uh, called it home for sure uh, for the past uh, past few years. Um, I started off my career as a as an engineer uh, working for a large oil and gas company, and I was extremely passionate and excited about going to the going to the field, which I saw as the place where where the actual product got made, where the work got done, um, and where I could learn an infinite amount about these huge pieces of equipment, um, process equipment that uh, sort of made made our company work. From there, I, I got interested in, in exposed to other industries. I went to business school and, and had the opportunity to work for, um, for other large industrial companies. Um, and then um, after after my time in business school, I actually had the opportunity to work um, for a large consulting firm where uh, where again, I got to see sort of the breadth of, uh, of industries, everything from um, the input side of the equation, from um, a metals, uh, forestry perspective, chemicals, um, up through what what those inputs would could make in terms of um, diagnostic equipment for for medical devices, um, uh, aer- aerospace parts, um, and and uh, large complex uh, industrial equipments. And so um, so I always thought about technology from an operational and industrial perspective, um, again, with a, with a background in, in the STEM field. But I also recognize that there's so much more to, to, to STEM and, and to technology and innovation um, as it relates to our local economy here in Chicago, which is extremely diverse. And so the, all of those things um, really resonated with me when I heard more about the P33 mission. And I got really excited about how my background could contribute to to our overall aspiration um, and helping people like me come to find um, come to find an exciting career in in the tech space. And that's is so interesting the the, the background that you've taken, uh, especially on the engineering side. Uh, I'm sure that a lot of our listeners have have some background in technology and engineering, and the consulting, of course, is is. Uh, always a huge benefit, uh, especially regardless, regardless of what industry that you're in. Mm-hmm. I'm curious because we're, we're in this unprecedented time um, for, for people, both personally and professionally. A lot of people have been exploring different career options. Um, and 
I'm, I'm curious what drew you to um, a nonprofit and uh, especially given your, your background. Yeah, great question. So I think for me, I'd been in industry for, for some time, been in the uh, consulting world, and again, really appreciated the the opportunities that that those those that those um, those opportunities allowed. Uh, I got a chance to work internationally um, in South America, uh, worked overseas in uh, in Europe as well, and really valued the chance to understand how different companies uh, made their products and offered their services. And so, um, so for me. I had gotten a chance to see what that side of the equation looked like, um, but most of it, unfortunately, was outside of the place where, where I'd chosen to live and chosen to build my family. And so learning more about P33's local mission to build up Chicago's tech ecosystem uh, was a chance, in my mind, to to contribute and give back to, to again, a city where I thought, um, you know, was was – it had amazing, uh, amazing innovation, amazing people. Um, I can recall the first time that I visited Chicago and how warm and welcoming the people were. And, and you know, again, P33 and the opportunity to, to join um, this organization um, was, was really meaningful for me to contribute to, again, my own, my own backyard and contribute to the world that, um, that my daughter uh, will grow up living and taking living in and taking advantage of so um so you know again my first opportunity to work with a not-for-profit organization um it's got some very similar complexities to uh to large organizations but also has um you know a set of challenges and and um um, long-term impact um, aspirations that i really value as well so we know the p33 has um few founders that are have really deep roots in Chicago and Chicago is a fast growing place for everything from you know business to technology um, it's it certainly um, it has a lot more names that uh, people are accustomed to both on the on the, uh, the commercial side of, of, of startups um, as well as um, more of the kind of the B2C play with uh, companies like Groupon that people are familiar with mm-hmm. globally. Um, one of the things that a lot of people think about when they think about Chicago um, doesn't necessarily, for many people, uh, strike a chord when they say technology. That is the tech center of of the U.S. You know, most people think of San Francisco. A lot of people think of uh, New York. Um, what makes Chicago well positioned to be a leading tech ecosystem? I think we are, and again, this is part of what our co-chairs saw in in the fact that we were punching below our weight, so to say. We have some amazing technological assets that uh, that are at our at our disposal and that we can leverage. Uh, I mentioned that we have that we have amazing um, world-class higher education assets. We're one of only four U.S. cities with three tier one research universities that are based here. Um, we have two national labs. I think the only city with two national labs. 
we are, um, you know, from a transportation standpoint, um, extremely well connected um, at the at our geographical location in the um, in uh, in the U.S. And, and and the number one location for for rail. All rail goes through Chicago, um, uh, as as you well know. And uh, and I think again with with the the corporate base that's established here, the startup community that's um, that's very um, vibrant, but also growing very rapidly with uh, with the incubator programs and the accelerator programs that are here. You know, this is this is a place where we are building and have built a lot of of strength, um, a lot of strength as a tech hub and a tech ecosystem. I think part of the challenge is how do we make that uh, make those assets and make that strength very aware and very um, prominent to those that are not as familiar with Chicago, folks on the West Coast, folks on the East Coast, etc. Globally, and so we're also really excited to to share that story in a more uh, intentional way and to make sure that uh, that again that that if you're a tech entrepreneur. You understand the distinction and the amazing opportunity um, that could be offered to you if you were to build build your company in Chicago. Um, you know, again, if you're thinking about uh, growing your company, how amazing would it be to have, uh, you know, to be 10 minutes down the street from your top three customers if you're, uh, you know, offering something that's applicable for CPG corporates or for uh, the large industrial corporates that are also based here and have historically been here for, you know, 100 years. And so, again, I think the, you know, the fact that we have all of these components and all these ingredients really means that, um, you know, we're on our way and we just need uh, need to execute against that uh, that that plan to to get to the trajectory that we're looking to to achieve by 2033. Thank you for sharing that. And you're 100 percent right. There's so many great things happening in Chicago. And, and um, I, I think especially related to um, the technology aspect, there's so many great organizations and you are leading the charge in a lot of ways. What do you see as the biggest challenge for the Chicago tech ecosystem? Another great question, and you know, I'll I'll, I'll start by saying, well, P thirty three is a is a younger organization. We have partnered and are really excited by the work that that other other organizations and, and our partners. Um, have have contributed over the past years to 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 rectifying um, the challenges that our that our ecosystem faces. You know, I think one thing that that always comes to my mind is around the the amount of capital that's that's deployed and, and invested here. So, you know, we've got some wonderful venture capital organizations that call Chicago home. However, Chicago ranks number nine. Uh, for per capita Series B and Series C venture funding uh, compared to its peers, compared to our peer cities. Um, so we would love for, you know, we, we believe that there are some amazing investable opportunities here, opportunities um, here, and we would love for there to be more presence from um, from other firms and other investors um, uh, based upon all the the opportunity. Um, for, for investment here, uh, especially in that in the growth stage capital market. 
think another another challenge that many many cities, uh, not just Chicago, are, are recognizing and 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 addressing, is around the accessibility of their tech ecosystem um, to to populations that are that are traditionally underrepresented in tech. So specifically, African American and, and Latinx tech entrepreneurs. Uh, we know for this segment. Uh, at least in Chicago, they report that they're uh, that they have 80% of their equity needs that go unmet. So think about if you're trying to start a company and you've gotten uh, validity in your MVP, or you've got an idea that you think has got traction, but you can't fund it. You you have trouble and and um, and and a lot of friction in in order to to get that idea or that company to the next level. And I think we're really we're really encouraged by, um, especially all the recent, um, all of the recent um, hunger from different organizations to, to like I said, to rectify this this challenge. It's not going to be easy, and it's probably going to, uh, it, it's going to take a lot of effort and a lot of um, collaboration from multiple organizations. But, um, but again, P33, along with our partners, we're really excited by. Um, by the potential that can come from working together um, to solve some of these challenges. Um, and again, I think, you know, again, we've got a lot of great uh, great strengths that we're working on um, building upon as it relates to, you know, who's involved and who's in our ecosystem, even the performance of, of those companies, um, those those um, uh, growing companies. We have a the highest uh, multiple on invested and invested capital here. So there's obviously proof and evidence that um, that again, once you do decide to invest and commit in Chicago, um, it's going to be a very lucrative, uh, lucrative uh, return for for you. But I think those are two areas that we that we're really excited to to engage on in the next few years. You mentioned that uh, PP33 is a relatively new organization, and I can't imagine um, trying to launch a a, a, a new initiative right in the middle of uh, COVID-19, um, right as you all were kind of getting things um, launched, we had the pandemic. How were you able to shift uh, your plan so effectively uh, within all of the, the challenges that we're faced with today? Yeah, that's, uh, it's still obviously very recent. We're still in the midst of it. You know, I think as as we began to put our 2020 plans in motion, COVID-19 started spreading extremely fast, and it shut down our city, the states, you know, the entire world. So it immediately sort of put our founding principles to the test, and you know, to partner with the Chicago community um, to address our our urgent challenge, we we were really encouraged by you know how what's our role in in sort of um you know helping helping the city um and so we we had a lot of conversations with some of our um, peers as as um as many of those were many of those organizations were considering the same question about how they could contribute um and and those some of those conversations led to the launch of the uh chicagoland covid19 data commons which was a project that unleashes the power of data to aid in the city's response to the pandemic. And so in partnership with, with Matter, which is a healthcare startup incubator, 
and the Open Commons Consortium, which is a nonprofit that manages data commons to support scientific, medical, and healthcare research. The, the data commons allows hospitals and healthcare organizations to upload data into a shared open source digital platform. And so uh, the impact is that data experts and scientists and researchers can access and analyze all of this data to aid in their research efforts around the pandemic. Um, and so that was a real, you know, a real area of, of contribution for P33 and our partners. Um, you know, we thought that the, that, that was a, you know, the, the availability of data was sort of the, the best intersection um, between tech and um, an impact and, and helping to, um, you know, hopefully reduce the, um, reduce the, the impact of the pandemic uh, in, a, in a very fit, rapid way. So I think the other the other thing that we that we recognized too was that there was an opportunity for for um, those in Illinois whose jobs had been displaced as a result of COVID um, to seek additional opportunities um, to to help them become um, more relevant in in the workplace. And so P33 partnered with Discovery Partners Institute to launch Tech Ready Illinois, an effort to help residents gain new digital skills at steeply discounted tuition rates to help open the doors to new job opportunities. And so um, through this, uh, this site and this portal, Illinois residents can access courses in computer science, cybersecurity, um, data analytics, and other areas uh, from participating institutions like the University of Chicago, uh, University of Illinois System, IIT, City Colleges of Chicago. Um, and there's also additional programming from partners like Coursera and, and IC Stars. And so, so in general, I think you know we were really excited by these um, by these programmatic opportunities that that contributed to to our mission or that supported the mission that we um, that we have, um, but that also were timely as it related to the needs of of our city and our state. Um, and, and the people that were, um, you know, that were that were reeling from the effects of, of the pandemic. So one area that I'd like to shift to is around the, the Chicagoland uh, COVID-19 Data Commons Project and how it aims to, to aid our community. Can you give a little bit more context to, to what that is and, and how that initiative began? Sure. So, so as I mentioned, the data commons, it allows hospitals and, and healthcare organizations to, to access data um, in a shared way. Um, I think one of the things that we understood about, about um, the existing COVID-19 data sets is that they do not allow for, for granular analysis at the community level. And so for a city like Chicago, that's, that's home to numerous neighborhoods um, that are fairly distinct from one another, ensuring community leaders understand the virus's impact on their specific neighborhood is, is essential to providing residents with the care and the resources that they need. So, so with the, the data commons, researchers have access to data at the neighborhood level, which can be analyzed to provide tailored recommendations to community leaders on, uh, on what their residents need to respond to COVID. And so armed with the power of data, community leaders are empowered to make better decisions 
on how to effectively serve uh, serve their community. Um, as we know now, the impact of, of COVID-19 has extended beyond health. It's also weighed heavily on our economy as companies have had to cut employees, um, close storefronts, you know, budgets are tighter than ever before, you know, reentering the workforce can seem impossible. Um, and so, you know, we're really, we really value the fact that, um, that through the data commons and through Tech Ready Illinois, we, um, we with our, our family of partners have, have um, implemented some real solutions in a short amount of time that hope to ease um, the burdens and the challenges that we mentioned as a as a uh, as a result of COVID-19, and hopefully help to get our local and our state economy back to its new normal um, more more effectively, more more quickly. Absolutely, and I'm sure everybody's e- eagerly awaiting that. Um, so we, we talk about the the, the Predictions. There's a lot of predictions that we try to make, you know, through unlocking innovation with our various guests. But can you make a bold prediction about the future of Chicago's tech ecosystem? Yeah. So this is this is an area of I love to or we love to 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 aspire about and opine on. I think when I think about our city in 2033 or even before that. Uh, as it relates to some of the work that um, that we're furthering, as it relates to, to growing new ventures, for example, we envision that that Chicago is is known as the global destination for growth stage tech companies to thrive and scale, which is driven by, which could be driven by the fact that we have you know the world's largest most diverse and accessible corporates um, who could potentially serve as a customer base uh, for these growing companies. And in this customer base, you know, as we as we have conversations with them, we know they're 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 hungry for new sources of innovation and they're looking for new partnerships and ways to um, to adjust and and modify the business models that they have and and think about new ways of serving their their own customers. And so this symbiosis between uh, between our corporate base and our ability to attract and grow new tech businesses, you know, if we can figure that out, that that would be an incredible thing to tout globally uh, for our city. So that vision, you know, is really exciting for me. I think, you know, even in the in the interim, what we're trying to achieve is that you know, on par with some of our peer peer sets, our peer cities, that we have an ecosystem that produces, you know, on the order of five to ten uh, billion dollar plus startup exits annually, right? And so, you know, we know the Groupons, um, we know the Sprout Socials, and 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 others that have had um, some amazing success here. We need to make sure that those are not uh, you know, the one company that that exits per year. We need to make sure that those uh, there's a there's a number of of, of companies that uh, share that same uh, level of success. And again, we think that a huge factor in that is the ability for our local corporate base to support those growing companies as customers 
um, uh, and 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 make sure that those are, uh, you know, that we are fully uh, encouraging their success and fully um, presenting them on a on a national platform. Fantastic. So, last question, Brandy, uh, the most important question of the interview: What's the one app on your phone that you can't live without? Ooh, I think I think as of late. It's it's honestly it's been Instagram. I think that uh, especially in in our our COVID and pandemic world, where it's been harder to uh, to connect with folks, I've really appreciated feeling more connected to people by um, by you know looking at their profiles and how they're thinking of creative ways to um, you know to come together as families um, in the context where. You know, we're not as uh, as physically together as we as we had been in the past, and how we will hopefully be in the very near future. Um, it's been nice to uh, to sort of sit down and and have a a portal to reconnect with um, with with friends and family um, through their profiles on Instagram. So that's that's the app that I've uh, that I've really enjoyed for the past few months. Absolutely. That the visual storytelling piece is so important, I think, especially now um, to help help stay somewhat connected. So Definitely. well, we uh, absolutely enjoyed having you on today. Um, if the listeners are interested in following or keeping in contact with you or P33, is there a specific handle or website that they should uh, go to? Absolutely. They can access our website at p33chicago.com. That's p33chicago.com. We have uh, active presence on LinkedIn as well, and uh, and more information about some of our work, um, both on our website and on our LinkedIn page. So uh, so we welcome um, any and all reach outs and connections. Um, we're excited to uh, to uh, to learn more about those in the in the city that are also excited about um, Chicago's tech ecosystem and growing it um, and growing it in a deeper way. Fantastic. Well, Brandy, thank you for your time uh, again. Thank you, Adam. I appreciate it. Remember to subscribe to Unlocking Innovation wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to rate and review. To stay up to date with EX3 Labs news and events, follow us on social media. We're at EX3 Labs. See you next time.